do you ever feel like your painting business has ran out of control? Do you ever feel like your painting business is running you, yet you do not have an opportunity to manage your painting business? Do you ever feel like there is this nagging sensation that things should be remarkably different than what they are, yet you seem completely incapable of taking yourself from where you currently are to where you want to be. I'm Brandon Lewis, Director of the Marketing Department at the Academy for Professional Painting Contractors, and I want to let you know that you're not alone. This is a feeling that many owners have about their painting business. This um, uncomfortable feeling, this constant sensation that you are simply... Uh, flowing down the stream of life with little control over what happens in your painting business. Well, I want to let you know that that need not be the case. And I want to talk to you about priorities and time management and some concepts that I believe will help you change your painting business for the better. And they are really three. Orbits, Habits, and Profit Centers versus profit siphons. So let's talk about these. Orbits, habits, profit centers, and siphons. Before we talk about those three concepts, let's first lay down some groundwork. Let's first um, really establish how things are for the owner of a painting business, what things are really going to be like. So the first thing I want you to know is that Money and time and convenience are never going to be on your side. There will never be a time when you wake up one morning running a painting business where you have more time on your hands than you know what to do with. There will never be a time where you look at your bank account and it is so overflowing and abundant that you could do anything you wanted to in your painting business and there will never be a time when things are convenient and easy when it comes to making a change. It'll just never happen. So often, owners tell me that, well, Brandon, next month will be a good time for me to take control of my business. Or they say, Brandon, I've just got to get the staff in place, or I've just got to get some money together. I've just got to. And all these things, these obstacles that they have placed in front of themselves between them and their desired um, destination. So I want to tell you that uh, when you rely on your environment to change before you change, when you rely upon uh, things lining up for the stars to be in perfect alignment before you begin trying your best to control your own environment, because you have more control over it than what you think, you're always going to be disappointed because your environment is really not there. All the stimuli, the things that happen, are really not there for your convenience. They're there for their own convenience. And either you can bend them to your will, you can shape them in your business, or you can be shaped by them. So those are a few things environmentally we have to get straight. If you are going to wait until everything is lined up, you'll never quite get started, or you'll get started and then quickly stop. 
because there's always another wave of environmental um, conditions that are coming right behind the ones that came in between the ebb and flow. So let's first lay on the table and get real clear that the environment's never going to be perfect. There's never going to be enough money. There will never be enough time that we live in a world of constraints. So if we live in a world of constraints, where our money is constrained, our time is constrained, our energy is constrained, our opportunities are finite, then we must begin with that as the basis. So let's talk about orbits. Very often, most owners have this concept of what orbits are going around in their business. Let me explain what I mean. You are the owner of your painting business. And so often, owners think that their job as the owner is to orbit around all the things that are going on in their business. Your painter needs a pressure washer, so you've got to run out and get one. Someone calls you for an estimate, so you immediately have to drop what you're doing and go and get that estimate done. You have projects that are going on in the field. So your entire day must be spent going from project to project to make sure everything is all right. And you spend your entire career, your entire life, orbiting around these activities that you have no control over, essentially responding to what's going on in your operational environment. So you have all these stimuli that are constantly pushing upon you, and you are constantly coming behind, cleaning up, closing out, responding to requests, and one leak or one week rather leads to the next, and you are constantly checking off this list of things to do that is really laid on the table in front of you by your environment, either the customer or your painters or the tax man or some other agency or some other thing is making you, forcing you to build your list and then get everything checked off. Well, the problem with that form of orbit, where you orbit around your environment instead of your environment orbiting around you, is that you never get to focus on the things that are the most important for you. Instead, your environment has all of its needs and demands, and you are constantly giving to the environment. So you need to first change your orbit. And that means that you and your needs as the owner must become paramount, must become central, must become the hub around which everything else orbits. Now, this is challenging and difficult, and you will have to make some changes in order for this to happen. It means that you're going to have to identify the objectives that you have, the goals that you want. They could be financial. They could be time management. They could be achievement. You have to put those in the center, and then everything else in your painting business, including your customers, including your workers, must orbit around those. If you do not change the orbit, if you do not change the center, then you will constantly be pulled and pushed and slung around goals and objectives that are not your own. Number two, let's talk about habits. If you are unhappy in your painting business, 
If you are unhappy with the amount of money you're earning, if you're unhappy with how your day unfolds, if you're unhappy with the people who you have surrounded yourself with on your team or the customers you serve, you have created all of those circumstances. Your habits, what you habitually do day after day, month after month, have created and built the business that you currently have. You have put the inputs into this business that have allowed the outputs to rise up. So if you no longer want the same thing you have, you must change what you do and when you do it. Now this is going to be challenging and difficult, and one of the first habits that I want you to instill in your schedule is time-blocking business growth activities. That means that you must pick a day, such as Wednesday from 8 to 12, or Saturday afternoon, or whatever, and you have to say, I am going to create a habit of devoting a certain amount of time to changing the course of my business, to generating the kind of money that I want to earn, to getting rid of certain team members and bringing other team members on. If I want my business to change, I must change where I look. I must change what I do. So first, you've got to make the orbit change. It orbits around you and your needs. The second thing you have to do is change your habits. Now, that means that once you time block that time off, it's sacrosanct. It's non-negotiable. That time is not to be interrupted by a last-minute call from a painter. That call is not, that time is not to be interrupted by an estimate request whereby you immediately trot off and go serve someone else. You have to set aside specific amounts of time to serve you as the business owner. Just like if you want to be healthy, you've got to set aside time to exercise. If you want to uh, feel better, you have to put certain limitations on what you will eat and what you will not. Same thing with your spiritual life, what you will think, what you will not, what you will allow into your mind. So these habits, you have had a habit of a long time doing things that make you feel anxious and frustrated and not as rich or not as wealthy as you want. So in order to change that, you have to change what you're doing. The second, or rather the third thing I want to talk to you about today are profit centers and profit siphons. So profit centers and profit siphons. You know, there are certain activities that you do every day, because all you're really in charge of are your activities as an owner, the things you physically do. There are some things that make you lots of money, and there are some things that really make you very little money or can completely derail, change your orbit, ruin your habits. So let's talk about a few of those. One of the positive habits that I want you to embrace is communication. Every time you've ever landed a big project, uh, been introduced to someone who closed a big sale, found a star employee, was recognized in your community as a business leader or within your profession, it was all preceded by communication. And here's what I mean. To find that big, huge account, you had to market to them. That's communication. To receive that big, huge referral, one of your customers had to tell another. That's communication. To have found that star employee, somebody had to mention your company to them, or you had to go after them directly. 
most of the positive things, the big breakthroughs that happen in your business are communication-driven. And if you do not set aside time, habits of constantly communicating to the right people at the right time in the right fashion with the right message, you are going to be doomed to getting the lesser fruits. Let's talk about siphons, things that distract you, things that give very little value, things that can completely murder your chances of success. One of those is is really the technological distractions that we are now engaged with daily. I would like to encourage you to do something dramatic as an owner, and that's to take your emails off your phone, to take your social media off your phone, to set aside a very small window of time every day, probably around 11.30 and 4.30, that you return those communications and that you set up your environment in a way where you can spend your time focused on high-value, $1,000-an-hour activities, not constantly checking things that are of very little value to you. I want you to encourage your employees to solve their own problems, to push down as much of the mundane and simple through procedures, processes, and protocol so that you as the owner aren't doing things that a $10-an-hour employee should be doing. So there are siphons, phone calls from workers in the field, phone calls being managed constantly by you instead of a crew leader on a project, running out and getting things for people who they really should have picked up at the shop or they should be completely capable of going and getting themselves. You see, you can spend 30, 40 hours a week doing those kinds of things and make very little money. It's the kind of thing you could pay somebody $10, $12 an hour to do. So you have to take the time that you're currently spending, the profit siphons, checking emails, uh, constantly obsessing over social media or things that have changed, and you have to replace them with communication, going directly after the people that you want to be your clients, going directly after people that you want to sell your services to, implementing systems that will allow people in the field to take burdens off of you, allow your staff people to take burdens off of you so that you can focus on doing the things that only an owner can do. The profit centers. We must eliminate the profit siphons. So to sum up, here's what we've talked about today, and I hope you find it helpful, and I hope you'll immediately implement some of these strategies. The first thing we have to do as an owner is change our orbit. We must make our business, our employees, and our clients orbit around our needs. If we do not, things will devolve into a situation where we are constantly orbiting around their needs, and it's tiresome, and it never builds wealth. The second thing that we have to do is change our habits. We have spent years, months, doing things that have gotten us to the point where we are. And if we are unhappy with where we are, we must change what we do on a daily and a weekly basis. We must be intentional and not reactive. We must do things that require our initiating effort, not continually and constantly being responsive to environmental stimuli. And then finally, we have to identify what are our profit centers, namely communication, and what are our profit siphons. What distracts us every day? What pulls us away? What's the siren song that we constantly answer that really leads us to debt and disappointment and low earnings and unpredictable sales. As an owner, 
You are the captain of your own ship. You are the leader of your own company. So, please do, at the end of this video, take the time to sit down with a legal pad, just like this one, and write down what you want your life to orbit around. Write down what habits you need to put in place so that you no longer have uh, lots of really good excuses, but you now have lots of really challenging opportunities. You see, a really good excuse is comforting, but it produces no results. A challenging opportunity is extraordinarily helpful, even though it may take you a while to start and restart and retry and get back up until you finally achieve it. Sometimes it's the second, third, fourth try. And then finally, what are the things that you have found in your business to create really good results? Every time you take the time to do X, take the money to do X, good things happen. And what are the things that seem to bring anxiety into your life? that seem to uh, completely consume your time in a negative fashion. Let's get rid of those when we can. Let's get them out of our environment. Let's put ourselves in a position where we have to crawl over broken glass to be distracted. And then let's put them in their place. Let's cordon off certain times of our day where we let ourselves get wound up into these distractions just long enough to do our duty as an owner to be responsive, but not to let them take control of our destiny. So I'm Brandon Lewis, Director of the Marketing Department at the Academy for Professional Painting Contractors. I hope you'll use these tools and concepts to change your business. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.